When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Go Huskies podcast is presented by Airvan Moving, the official mover of Husky football and your next move. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're very excited about tomorrow. It'll be our final final scrimmage, and uh, we're we're going to tee it off at uh, at five o'clock. We're going to replicate our first game against uh, against the University of Montana, which is a five fifteen kickoff. So we're going to have a five o'clock kickoff tomorrow night, and uh, it should be a very lively scrimmage. Extremely excited to uh, have our season ticket holders and our football alums that will be attending the scrimmage, and I'm excited. We've had a, a ton of uh, great feedback from our football alums and uh, it's themselves and their families and we have a pretty large contingent right now and I'm hoping every single year that those football alums come back and, and watch their dogs. This will be an annual event. Uh, there's two of them right now for our, for our football alums. It'll be the third scrimmage in, in training camp and then of course we always have the gridiron social the night before our spring football game and a spring football game and so hopefully those uh, those guys can get together and uh, make those, those two events uh, a staple that they come to and come back and reconnect with their with their te- their ex their old teammates and uh, and meet the the new dogs. So we're excited about tomorrow night. Questions. Yep, you don't have to go back and watch the film, but uh, the offense played really well and the defense played really well. A lot of a lot of plays on both sides were made, and the special teams was fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, you know, this is a really um, exciting time for all three of our conferences. 
down in Los Angeles, uh, we all had a chance, all the uh, head coaches in the Pac-12, and uh, we all had a chance to meet with GK, our new commissioner. Uh, we were uh, ex extremely pleased with um, his ideas. And you can see right now, some of those ideas are coming to fruition right now. And, uh, you know, to be aligned with two great conferences like the Big Ten and the ACC is going to be very beneficial for the Pac-12 uh, for years to come. Yeah, I'm extremely excited about it. I'm sure there's more details that will probably get rolled out here as, you know, as the months and the, and the years go on. Um, but it's awesome that uh, GK recognizes the power of the Pac-12 and the Big Ten and the ACC also uh, recognize the power of the Pac-12. Um, and uh, GK has done a good job of positioning ourselves for the future. Is that the first time that uh, he mentioned that to you in LA? Correct. Correct. That we got some serious details on it. Yes. Freshmen being able to play four games without burning their red shirt, is that something you've already got planned for advanced in the season, or is that still a ways away, or just kind of play that by ear on who you want to get those four games in? Yeah, first of all, I love the rule. Love the rule. It's been an awesome uh, change, and we've taken advantage of it over the years. It, so it all it all depends a lot on injuries uh, most of the time. So there's a plan in place, but then all of a sudden, your plans get out and go, they get thrown out the window as soon as you have depth issues at a certain position. And so now those freshmen are thrust to play a few more games. And hopefully we can keep them at the four-game threshold, but sometimes maybe, maybe we just have to keep playing them, and then we burn the red shirt because of injuries um, but there is definitely a plan in place for every single one of our freshmen and uh, what we never want to do we never want to do is just completely waste a young man's year by playing him in multiple games beyond four but he plays very very sparingly we do not want to do that um, and we've done a really good job uh, really since 2014 of protecting our our student athletes uh, from wasting a year Different guys come in with different, you know, maturation. Some are ready to play and some definitely aren't ready to play. Are there some first-year guys, some freshmen that are absolutely ready to play this year? There is, and I'm sure the follow-up question is going to be, who is that? <laughs> but I'm not going to answer that. But we definitely have some freshmen that are ready to go. Um, and, you know, it, and again, if there's depth in front of them, um, we're going to allow those guys to play first if it's even or they're just a little bit behind. But then we're going we're gonna to make sure we look ahead at which games we can get them in there and get them significant time on special teams and on offense and defense. We don't want to just be one play, two plays here, and then I'll say, oh, that, there's your game. We don't, we don't want to do that. We always want to do what's with the best interest of our, of our student athletes. You guys had uh, Eddie mic'd up yesterday. I'm curious, just what makes Eddie um, the kind of representative that you want for your program in some way? Yeah, there's no question. He's he is a prime example of what we call a dog. Um, you know, one of the anchors of our program is we we we're bricklayers. We are proud to be blue collar, tough, hardworking bricklayers. Eddie is the first one in the building. He takes pride in letting me know when he gets to the, the garage in his car, his vehicle is here before mine. Um, he's the first one here. He watches more tape than anybody on defense. Um, he, is, he has worked, uh, he has earned everything, and it's all been through hard work.
everything that he's earned his his playing time on special teams early on when he first arrived here his playing time on defense and he's earned that scholarship and it was all through hard work and our team saw that all the hard work he was putting in and now he's been rewarded with a scholarship playing time and he's also one of our leaders on our team one of our captains of our team so there's no question that uh, eddie ula Fischio, uh, represents what what we believe a dog is what do you think is a, a fair expectation for Washington football on an annual basis? Not necessarily this season, but just given what you guys have here, the resources, the history, all that stuff. What do you think is, is fair for people to expect from, from your program on, on an annual basis? Uh, we should be contending for the Pac-12 championship every single year. Every single year we should be contending for the Pac-12 championship and going to a big bowl game. That is, that, that's, that's fair. That is fair. Anything less than that is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. We should be challenging late November for the Pac-12 championship and positioning ourselves to go to a big bowl game. There's obviously a number of programs, and it's a, probably I think most people would agree relatively small number of programs who would say you know, their expectation is, is to be in the playoff and compete for a national title every year. Do you think Washington is, is the type of school that could get to that point where maybe not every year, but, but the, the site set a little bit higher to be beyond the conference championship? I think we're there right now. We're already there. We are already there. We've won two of the last five Pac-12 championships. One of them, we went to the college football playoff. The other one, we won the Pac-12 championship and we weren't invited. Um, every single year, we are trying to contend for the Pac-12 championship. And then we are trying to get to that big bowl game. See, unfortunately, in the, the way it's set up right now, we have no control over who gets in that final four. We just got to go try to win our games, win the Pac-12 championship, and then see if the subjectivity of the voters sways in our favor. Dylan, I think at the same time last year, I don't think you had named him the starter yet, but can you kind of compare and contrast where Dylan was a year ago to where he is now and what's changed with him? Yeah, I mean, very simple, and I'm about to say this this way, but last year he had never played a college football game at this point. He had never played a college football game. He came off a redshirt year, came off a uh, 2020 offseason with, with no offseason, no spring football, a... Uh, very minimal training camp and ramp up um, so he was he was green he was a rookie that's what he was last year and now he has four games under his belt where he played exceptionally well for a first time uh, a participant in a college football game went three and one as a starter and did everything that we asked him to do protected the football and threw touchdowns and brought us back from a uh, from a, a big deficit um, and he had us in every single game and so where he's at now is now he's got a complete offseason, a complete spring football, a almost complete training camp. And I, you know, I think you guys, you guys see it. He's, he's, uh, he's managing our offense extremely well. He's throwing a ton of strikes for touchdowns. He's making it, making it hell on our defense every single day. It, he knows where to go with the football and our defense is pulling their hair out right now, which is awesome. Um, and so he's playing, playing really well, and uh, we're excited for him to lead our football team. Jimmy, you said that um, the best teams are player-led teams, or maybe Don has said that the other day, but how long do you think that only takes for your team, you know, say when spring practice starts until the players kind of take over that role, and maybe where does the season compare to the past year? 
Yes, I want to clar- clarify. So that must be so player led as in uh, they hold each other accountable. They hold each other accountable. So let's make sure we're saying that the right way, which means when the coaches aren't around or they're out on the football field, which they are during a game, um, the players are the ones talking to each other like, hey, we got to get let's, let's get this thing going. Uh, they're sparking each other. And so, you know, the teams that I've played on or I've coached on, when the players are holding each other accountable, those are usually successful teams. And so that comes with time. That comes with uh, chemistry. Um, We have grown closer together through this pandemic. And one of our anchors of our team has always been Uncommon Unity. And uh, we are we've had a fun training camp. I'll just put it that way. It's been a fun training camp. There's chemistry there. And um, we're, we're excited to to roll out September 4th and uh, and give Husky Nation what they want. What do you mean by most programs, most places, especially that I've been in, been on, and most coaching, uh, coaches that come here and maybe players that transfer here, uh, teams aren't as unified as we are. And we work at it every single day. We don't just talk about it. Um, and uh, we live it every day. That's it's, So it's uncommon. Most teams are not unified. How have you seen NJ DC kind of get back where he obviously had a serious injury and talking to him the other day and he wasn't sure if he was going to get back. And then he got at the point now. So how have you seen that kind of gradual return? Yeah, it's so... Um, I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of him for one. I mean, we were all there for that. I still remember the play down at University of Arizona. You know, and some things maybe just come in blessings where, you know, we had this kind of off year last year and we, we were able to just kind of get him back to full strength. And only he only had to play in a minimal amount of games. And then he had another offseason, this offseason, to get stronger and really recover from that from that injury and then build confidence through spring football that he can go hit somebody and, and – uh, and not be hurt. Uh, and then now here we go into a training camp where he's played extremely well, extremely well. Uh, he's, uh, I mean, he is right there. And he's going to be, he's going to be playing. He's going to be playing a lot. Uh, what he's put on tape, he's going to be playing a lot. He's going to be rotated in there with the starters. Um, so I was so proud, so proud of Junior. And I'm excited. Uh, he's got his best football here to come. Fans get all wound up on uniforms and things, and it hasn't been uncommon to have an alternate uniform once a year. Is that in the plans for this year? Yes, it is. It is. Yep. And so, you know, you guys know and our fans our fans know that we are a traditional program. And I, I share that sentiment as well. I love when people can turn on the TV and they go, that's the University of Washington because they see that gold helmet. They see the purple jersey, the gold pants. Uh, and that'll, that'll never change. But every once in a while, there's always going to be a, you know, one to two games a year where we might switch it up. We switch the helmet up or we switch our jersey up. And, uh, you know, like last year, when we went with the all black uh, against Arizona. I know our players loved it. We did get a lot of great feedback from our fans, and I think they loved it as well. I know the the recruits and our prospects really love that uniform combo. Uh, but every single year, we'll always change it up. We'll always change it up. We have we have maybe a couple this year that's going to get rolled out. What, what's the date today? I think you guys will get some news here shortly on, on one here coming up. So, yeah, we're, we're excited about it. Awesome. Thank you. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. 
Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.